With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. If right cornerback is the greatest concern for the Steelers' defense, then what to make of the way Cam Sutton described this thing to us Yesterday, Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way every Monday through Friday, bright and early in the morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates. Nice to hear from one of the athletes for the first time in forever. Just have to get that out of the way. I mentioned on yesterday's show, in response to a listener's question, what the dead periods are over the course of an NFL offseason. And we're in one of them. I mean, there's news that gets generated. But I'm talking about access dead periods where there's just nobody available to talk to from our standpoint in the stinking media. So... Yesterday brought not one, but two player availabilities with Cam Sutton and Robert Spillane, uh, each hopping aboard a Zoom call to discuss their thoughts, outlooks on the coming season. And in Sutton's case, Cam was the first person from within the organization to say what exactly he's going to be expected to do. And the short version of this is that Cam was brought back in place of Stephen Nelson and not necessarily just in the money sense. Here, listen listen to what Cam had to say on this specific subject. You know, I'm going into it, uh, coming out of exit meetings, um, going into the offseason, into the season, they were going to give me every opportunity to come in and play and play have play outside so you know uh, with that alone it's something that I knew I can do um it's not something that I haven't done before um and obviously this whole just even in the midst of playing inside and being able to move around um, this is really just not saying a new thing but um as a career wise I've always been a stationary kind of outside guy you know so just a that's just a product of you know and, and confidence in myself and them having the confidence in me to be able to move and, and still have and still have the same success uh, whether inside or outside. And kind of now it's just kind of those opportunities have presented themselves. And like I said, I'm, I'm ready. You know, it's not something new. You know, it's not a shock to me. It's not, you know, it's not the standard is the standard. Make any sense of that? Do you figure that one out? No? Okay, cool. Me neither. So I'm guessing, based on everything that Cam said there, that there's some sort of plan or a potential plan, meaning if this, then that, that'll have 
Cam Sutton starting out as your right corner in the base defense. And then if and when the situation dictates, Cam will bounce back inside to the role he's had in the past where he can have theoretically a bigger impact. And when that happens, you'll have Justin Lane or James Pierre out there at the right cornerback spot, which will then be deemed not as important, I guess, right? Because you're taking the better player and moving him somewhere else. Oh, my. Okay, listen, what I'm not going to do here is debate schematics with NFL coaches. I'm going to respect that Mike Tomlin, Keith Butler, and and everyone else involved has put some significant thought into the X's and O's part of it. And with the way the NFL keeps changing offensively and then in turn, of course, defensively as it relates to defending the pass, I'll presume that they have their priorities in place. I think that's at least a fair supposition, even if you're a a big cynic about their work. Here's my problem with it. My problem is the impact on Cam Sutton. And if you heard in his voice a a sense of uh, whatever, I can handle this, I've done this before, that's to be expected. He's a very confident young man. He's also a very accomplished young man in his craft. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best thing for him. If he's on the outside and he's doing that for the first time in a while, meaning on some regular basis, even if it's just first down, second down, whatever, that's going to be an adjustment. That's going to be something that requires extra effort, extra focus, extra attention in classrooms, extra application. And I'm not wild about that. And at the same time, when he comes to the inside, I'll say this again, you're taking your best player and putting him in the middle of the football field. But again, he's also doing something that's now not at the same instinctual level as what his starting position is or what his base position is. That's uh that's that's different than anything I'd expected to come out of this scenario. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg Garbett Kelly and George or LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed for medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been AV rated. That's the highest rating a law firm can receive for legal ability and ethics in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. You can learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. I'm still hoping 
maybe naively, maybe just wishfully, that there's some other answer in this. I, I, I think to some extent, as you're building a football team, as you're building any sports team, it's not just about filling this hole and then calling it a day. It's also not just about saying, well, we have a hole here and we're just going to leave it blank while we slot this person over here. In fact, the latter is something that sports executives rarely do. They don't like to do it. Mostly because their coaches, even when they're not playing games, their coaches like to know who their person is for that role in that moment, within reason. Not if you're playing the Baltimore Ravens, you know, like next Tuesday or something, but more so that the coach can have a perspective on, okay, end of the world here. If everything just lines up the way it is right now, this is where this guy is going to be. So when Tyson Alualu didn't come back, there were immediate, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here, vibes emanating from South Water Street that, well, they're just going to go with Carlos Davis or Isaiah Bugs or some combination of the two. They didn't say, well, there's a big, giant, screaming, gaping hole here and no one to replace it. And we're absolutely going to have to draft somebody or go to the outside to get somebody. They just said it's going to be one of these two guys because that's how these things work in these offices. So what I'm hoping for here out of this, because I'm not satisfied with this outcome. If you're going to move Cam Sutton to the outside, move him to the outside, leave him at the outside. Let him develop the same kind of rapport with the deeper secondary that Joe Hayden has with Minka Fitzpatrick, with Terrell Edmonds. Let those guys work to get on the same page. Let them develop one-on-one battles. Remember that what made Nelson as effective as he was more in 2019 than in 2020, but in 2019 especially, was that he did do island coverage. He and Hayden were both doing island coverage. And if you do that, it opens up so many other possibilities for your defense because you don't have to double people. You can use Terrell Edmonds closer to the line of scrimmage. You can let Minka wildcard it and just kind of play ball hawk, which he's pretty good at. For that matter, you could let Cam Sutton and when he was here, Mike Hilton do their thing. Find find a way to get Sutton to the to the outside and figure out slot independent of that. I'm not downplaying the importance of slot, but I do think that especially with Devin Bush back, it might not be something where you've got to move your starting right outside cornerback into the middle of the field when you think the situation calls for it. That, that, just, that just doesn't sit right. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time. 
time for just one question, and today's comes from Sean, who asks regarding Tyson Alulu coming back. What does this say about the actual culture of the Steelers organization? I feel like so many people focus on the little negatives, like "Ooh, they let Juju dance on TikTok," and yet here's a guy, again meaning Alulu who turned down more money and a chance to go home to stay in Pittsburgh, not to mention teammates and coaches apparently exhorting him to stay. This is all still Sean's question. Take it a step further, setting aside the merits of re-signing Juju, he decided to take what will amount to a prove-it deal in Pittsburgh as opposed to going elsewhere and possibly turn down more immediate money in doing so. Seems that this is still a players, a place where players want to be. Well, Sean, I'm not about to conflate Tyson Alulu and, and, and Juju here. Um, they're, they're different settings. They're different circumstances. Uh, Tyson thought, obviously, he had a deal. He told Jacksonville he had a deal. I wouldn't be surprised if Tyson, ranking among the top ten players at his position in the NFL the past two seasons, number nine, among all interior defensive linemen last year in the NFL. I'm going to repeat that because I, I, I get the sense that people are, are trying to downplay this thing. When I'm talking about interior defensive linemen, I'm not talking about nose tackles or people posing as nose tackles. I'm talking all interior defensive linemen, which includes Cam Hayward and Stephon Tuitt, who are both pretty good themselves. That's how highly Tyson Alualu grades. This is a really, really, really good football player. And he wasn't going to be shortchanged offers. There was a family connection as it related to the Jaguars. And he did agree to terms. That doesn't mean that he didn't have other offers, including better, better offers, than the one that Jacksonville made. Yes, you're right. He took, by all accounts, less money to stay. His story is plenty plausible, not because the other guy dances on logos, but because the whole thing just kind of adds up. Whereas you look at Juju's situation and you see wide receivers are getting good money around the NFL, wide receivers who might not be as good as Juju is at his best got paid. Juju didn't. He didn't get paid. His agent cited three different teams that he'd communicated with, and he described them as making offers. One of those teams, the Eagles, found a way to get out word absolutely not we never made an offer never made an offer so why would we not think that the same isn't true of the other two teams that were mentioned the Ravens and the Chiefs also and this is important too Juju's hurt he was having as I reported exclusively on DK Pittsburgh Sports a few days ago he was having his knee drained on a regular basis, on a weekly basis, he was being held out of practice because of the fluid that was piling up there. 
Whether or not he goes and gets that surgically cleaned up, I don't know. I wasn't able to find that out. I did try. But that's a, a real thing. So that's why I say these are just different circumstances all around. Um, are the Steelers a place where people want to play? I mean, look at the roster. I mean, you know, look at who's there. You know, look at T.J. Watt, who's going to be signing at some point probably in the near future, a contract that'll keep him in Pittsburgh for life when he could play literally anywhere for any amount. Uh, you know, the, the you're right. The, the silly stuff gets extrapolated. It really does. Uh, you know, I, I'm not someone who who's going to go to bat for Juju on any front, but that doesn't mean that I can't say this stuff isn't silly. It just really is. I appreciate the question, Sean. It's a it's a good thing to bring up. It really is because the culture stuff about this team is just insane. Uh, we'll do another one of these tomorrow morning. Thank you so much for listening. empowers qualified students to work in full-time paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu slash works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.